welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Oh my gosh, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Captivate and Close. I'm so excited to be here with you today, as always, but super, super excited, especially today, as we have one of my most favorite people ever joining me today. The one and only Jenny Beecher. Jenny, say hey. Hey, hey everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I love your podcast. I love, I love these people and I love talking to you. So I think this is going to be really fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have so many things. We were like, just before we pressed record, well, first of all, we were having like all the mic tech difficulties. So there's Mm -hmm. that. I don't know that we ever figured it out. So hopefully you can hear us right now. (laughs) But um, we were also just like trying to crystallize our thoughts because there's so much that we want to pour into you today. Um, So we're just jamming out a little bit. But if you guys don't already know Jenny, Jenny is one of my friends and peers and also works as a partner inside of our programs. And she has been doing some really deep work with our clients. And we've also partnered together for something that's coming up um, that we're super excited about. And so we wanted to have just an informal conversation about this idea of um, building wealth as a human, as a woman, but also what does that look like as a coach, right? To build a thriving coaching business where you're hitting those lofty revenue goals, um, you feel confident in actually hitting them, right? So we think about setting goals, um, but do you have, right? Are you equipped to um, actually hit those goals? And then all the things about money. Um, What we know is that um, money is one of the money, the idea of money, the lack of money, the abundance of money, whatever that looks like is really one of the core things that we see that gets in the way um, from people actually creating wealth for themselves um, and growing a thriving coaching business. So we're super excited to dive in. Yes. Oh my gosh. Everything you just said, I'm like, this is so, oh my gosh, it's going to be like five part pod. It's so important. And I think that we skate over money really easily. And I'm excited to dive into this with you because I know we both hear a lot of like the like ambient, like I'm going to hit that 10K month, you know, (laughs) okay. But, and, and that's just it. And then we just want to know how to grow our business and get there and make the money because that's what is advertised to us as what we do as, as, you know, boss babes or whatever. And so I think kind of busting a little bit, a little bit of myth, a little bit of myth busting. Wow. That's a tongue twister. And then just helping people see like, it really isn't that complicated and it's fun. It's so fun to make money. Oh my gosh. It's so, I love money. It's so good. So Jenny, why don't you give um, our listeners a quick insight into your brilliance, what you do, um, and just a little bit about who you are. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. So I am a coach and I am certified in all sorts of things from health coaching to life coaching to transformational coaching. Uh, I'm a master success coach is, is how I put it today because I work on a very holistic level with entrepreneurs and big dreamers to make sure that 
they are hitting success on a level that is not only enjoyable, but sustainable, right? I always say anybody can hustle their butts off and make a million dollars, but if you're miserable and you're uncomfortable and you hate the process, that's not what it's about, right? Bringing it back to that money. A lot of people will say like, I just need to make money to change my life situation. And yet they're blocking themselves. So what I do is I work with people on that in my private practice. I work with people one-on-one to really go through the, the, I have three core pillars that are the vision vessel and value that we focus on to make sure that when you're growing, you're growing all of your life, not growing just you as a boss babe, because it is being a business owner is something that takes uh, growth in all areas. And it's really, really fun. So, and I love because working with you and I have been your client, I think we were friends and then I hired you and worked with you and changed my life working within your programs. And now circling back to be able to be blessed, to be a part of it is such a gift because I'm obsessed with the women in these programs. They're so bright, so brilliant. And what I get to do is really come in on that inner game level. And where Kinsey is, you're dropping all the, all the amazing strategy. This it's, it's the literally the answer to how, like, how do I get there? Okay. Here, like it's on a plate, but what people run into is, is it okay for me? But, but my life is a little bit harder here, or this might people understand me differently. And all that inner game will blow smoke out your ears every time. So what I get to do is come in and we actually, a lot of the times it comes down to money because money and value, I mean, obviously are, are hand in hand, but our personal value gets tied up in a lot of that. And so what we end up talking about is, you know, why are you increasing your prices or why is it so easy for you to keep investing in more certifications and more help, but it's so hard for you to open the door to let money come back in. And so working through those things with people is just the greatest gift ever, because when people, you know, move through that, it's like, it's world changing for them and everybody around them. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. We're going to unpack that here in a second. So this episode, we're recording it a little bit earlier, but it's going to drop. It's dropping in the new year when all of you are hot and heavy on your goals, right? You may have already set your goals, or maybe you're a little bit of a procrastinator and you want to hit the January um, new year to, to set them. But what we know is that this is when everybody's focused on setting their goals, right? Like dreaming big and really being in the essence of what's possible. But what we also know is that tends to fade out. And so I want to talk a little bit about goal setting. Um, how do you see this come like play out? Um, you know, when you look at just like generally watching um, women entrepreneurs do this, mm-hmm. and what are some of the mistakes that women make when they're trying to not just set goals, but hit them as well? Oh, this is such a good question. And it's so loaded because um, there's a lot of emotion behind it. And I can tell you, so my personal experience, why I feel like this is so passionate for me is because for a very long time, I was in a place of like, this is it. This is my year. I'm going to do it. I got the vision board. I bought the bracelet with the word on it. I have the planner. I invested in all these things. And like, this is it. And then I, it, but it didn't feel like it. It felt still like, what do I do now? And so I wasn't really, I didn't know how to set goals, number one. And then what happened is I, I had to go through a lot of work of realizing that the money was not really the goal that I was after. And so when I see women now coming in with this, like, 
perpetual, I just need a 5k month. I just need a 10k month, which are like the total of words. Like everybody's, everybody wants one. It's like the, the poppets for adults right now. It was like the 10k month, like everybody's got to have it. So, um, but when I hear that and then, but then I see the track record of like, uh, try fail, fall off the wagon, you know, perceived failure, right? Nobody ever tries and, um, sorry, my dog is barking. Um, nobody ever tries and like hits it totally the first time, but it's like this try, fail, freak out, overinvest in myself or do the wrong thing. So what I have discovered, and I'm putting it that way, really, this is just me being a distillation of everything that I've ever learned and the amazing people like you that I've been around is that very rarely is a woman not succeeding in business because she needs more help with business. Mm -hmm. She is smart. She is so smart. She knows exactly what she needs to do. The problem is, is it okay with her? Is it safe for her? Especially if you're a mother or you're somebody that's used to really over giving yourself and, and always being that person that doesn't really need that much, like I'm fine type of mentality. How that comes into play with your business and the struggle there is that you're not allowing yourself to grow into the identity that you need to be to be a successful business owner. And so that the biggest, you know, to tie it back to goal setting is really understanding how to set a goal and how to set a goal that is impactful to you. Because, you know, you can set a 10K goal a month, but what do you, why? You're fine without it now. So why would you all of a sudden be motivated to run for it? So it kind of comes into like, let's look at that. That's so good, Jenny. Um, can you give, I want to go back to this idea of um, when we think of, okay, we have, we, we really know, right? We know the how and we can, the women, especially that we serve, like they figure it out. But, and also there's this, there's something that comes up and you alluded to like, is it okay? Right. The permission maybe, but I think this may play out differently based on, you know, just how you grew up or your specific limiting beliefs when it comes to success or money or whatever that looks like. And I think it would be so helpful to even give tangible examples of how that may show up. So whether it's, you know, they were, um, maybe they're afraid that success, um, you know, having major success in their life will change their dynamic in their marriage. And so they're, they're basically subconsciously sabotaging themselves, even though they are not aware. So that's, that's one scenario, but I would love for you to give other scenarios in which that, which you. Yeah. And I actually have a super, um, like my story is that, and I think that that's such a great question because so many times we say what we want to be true. We, I know Jenny, I'm ready. I am ready for that money. I am. I said it. I know it. I am it. Like you're crazy. There's nothing blocking me. It's everything else that's in my way. And I thought that for a long time. So a little backstory on me, when I got married, I was 20 weeks pregnant. My husband and I had been together for five years off and on, but we were really young, really immature, really insecure. And it was a pretty volatile, like, you know, like I'm going to break up with you forever. And then like, oh wait, now we're going to get married and have babies. And I kind of fell into this like should world where I should stay home. I should, um, you know, like, and thankfully it gave me three beautiful, healthy, amazing kids. But what happens is like, I was, a lot of me was struggling and I didn't realize it 
I, I kept starting businesses. I did MLM for a long time and was really successful. I was in the top 2% of my company for a long time. Um, but I didn't like it. And I like, like the sale part of it, I was really uncomfortable with everything. And I just kept telling myself, like, I'm ready. Like, this is the year. Money will change everything. It will make everything better. But it took me years later, as I'm going through my own transformational coaching um, certification, doing the work on myself first, I realized that there was a deep fear inside me that if I was making enough money, that I would not have to be with my husband. Because I was a stay-at-home mom doing my side gig type of living. And I think there was a fear there that what if I don't want to? And that was what I love my husband. We're, we're married still and everything. And But it's a road. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, we're best friends. We never fight. It's a struggle. But I didn't want to look at that because I thought if I... And again, like, I, would, I couldn't have said this out loud and believed it. It took really going inside and learning... I had this fear that if I'm able to stand on my own, am I going to want to continue with this? Is this healthy? And so what that led me to, though, was working on that out loud and, and having that be something that's okay for it, not to just pretend to be good. I think marriage, just like everything else, sometimes we just kind of skate over stuff because it's easier not to. And because I realized that not only has my marriage improved, but now I'm making more, it just like went away. You guys, it was just, it's literally, I, I said to one of my dear coaching friends, um, we were voxing back and forth. And I said, I feel like something literally went away. Like some block went away because I went in and I allowed myself to look at that. It had nothing to do with money. It had everything to do with choice and freedom and like looking at what kind of freedom am I really after? Like being extremely honest with myself. And so a lot of women will have have similar stories. They're like, you know, my marriage is great, but it's, uh, they don't want to talk about it. I can't tell you how many coaching calls I have started off with my own coaches. And I've said, don't ask me about my marriage. Like, I don't want to talk about it. But so, so, so marriage comes into play. And this is why it's such a big deal is because if you're not holding yourself as valuable there and really listening to yourself, you're never going to do the, you, you can't have bigger growth than that in your business. Um, and so as women are setting goals and things and they feel like they're up against it, it might not be it for you. You might be able to have like a super supportive marriage where it's like everybody's on board, but there's something else. It could be your mom. It could be your sister. It could be the community that you're in, the church that you have something, you know, that's, that's just like that little voice in the back of your head. That's like, Whoa, look at who's driving Alexis now, you know, type of type of thought. And so what we get to do through that kind of work is really look at that and make that safe because the second that it is, you see a light bulb go on in somebody's eyes and it's like, it's on. <laughs> it's like that unstoppable, like, Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Yeah. That, thank you for sharing. I think I'm yeah. sure a lot of people could resonate with that. And to your point, it may not be directly really related to your marriage and it could be from, you know, past childhood experiences. I know, you know, I didn't, I had a, a very interesting childhood and it came from lack. And so even though I feel very abundant, most of the time, it's very, very easy for me to be triggered by lack and feel myself go back into what it used to feel like, right? To not have money or not to have things or be compared to people that do. And so those triggers will, you know, uh, those triggers or thoughts will surface. And the point is not to um, suppress them or forget them, but it's first of all, like bringing 
I think, you know, the awareness that they're even there. Cause I think to your point, a lot of it is happening, happening subconsciously, which is where we really want to get with you all. Because when you think about goal setting and, you know, a lot of you, uh, we just ran, you know, one of our signature to seven events. And I asked like, what are your, your, what are your big, um, revenue goals? Right. And you've got 500 K and 200 K hundred K like, um, so amazing. Right. When you go to that possibility, but immediately after that, right? Immediately after that is where we kind of tend to spin out. Cause it's like, you're, it's possible and it feels good and the energy's there, but then, you know, what happens is that, that those subconscious things, the self-sabotage, you know, the, the thoughts get away from you and you can easily, easily stray off. And so it's super important to do this work, but you alluded to it earlier too, is like when people go out and set, uh, or to become an entrepreneur, to become a coach specifically, it's like, there's a lot of it. I think a lot of our, our community definitely is impact driven, but there's also, you know, just the idea of having the lifestyle freedom and, and, you know, walking away from corporate or just having more time with their family. Like there's these, these, um, connections made with, you know, being an entrepreneur, but what most people don't understand, it really becomes a self-discovery journey or like a spiritual journey. And that you have to be willing to go on that journey if you want to have success, right. And whatever success looks like for you, if you are avoiding that, um, it's going to be a nightmare, (laughs) A very hard journey, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And that's when you run into a lot of the blame, like, well, this program didn't deliver or I didn't get what I came for. It's not my fault. Look at, I'm doing all the work and we'll hear it too. When people are like, well, I already know all this, you know, to me, when somebody's like, yeah, I've done that work. I've done that mindset work. Like it's complete. <laughs> listen, we're not complete until we stop breathing. So keep working. I hate to say that, but like, I, I think it's funny when people are the ones that say, I don't need mindset. Right. It's like, those are the ones that need it the most. Mm-hmm. But again, no judgment, no, like, no. It's, but we cannot, we cannot ignore the fact that it is, it's a self-discovery, a spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it. And part of finding success in your business means going deeper with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. What are those thoughts? What are those feelings? Um, that you need to recreate or create for yourself in order to align with where you want to go with your business. They cannot be done in silos or compartments like men do, right? It's like compartmentalize everything. Like it sort of all flows together. And so if you want to really find that alignment, then we really have to make sure that we're doing the deeper work, which is obviously where you come in and so important. Yeah. And I think an easy place for people to start is when you, you know, Simon Sinek, start with why, which is, is wonderful, but to really narrow that down. And we all, I think when we hear that, we all tend to think, why is my life going to be better when I make more money, when I'm more successful? And that's good, but that still feels really um, dreamlandy to me. It gets really like, okay, but in reality, I got to sink full of dishes. It's, you know, whatever's going on and life is crazy. And I'll, I'll get to that later. And so there's not, it, it's like, it makes you feel good that you have the dream, but achieving it never becomes an actual plan. And so really diving down into the tangible, like, why does that matter? Okay. I want to travel more with my kids. Why does that matter to you? Well, because it's important to me to see them experience the world. Well, why does that matter to you? Well, because I feel like the world's kind of like full of amazing, you know, whatever it is, I want to develop those, ask yourself until you're crying 
And then that's one side of it. But the other side of it is as a business owner, you can't just create a business because you want to have a business because you don't want to have a boss and like make something up. This has to be driven from your heart. And that's why if you're listening to this, like you have that, right? You're, you're listening to this because you're trying to call that out. You're trying to find that special place that you were called to be. I heard another um, man ask a question. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but he said he likes to ask people, what promise did God make to the world when you were born? Oh and God. thinking, isn't that powerful? Like, what promise did God make to the world when you were born? And it's like, I don't think he made the promise that you're just kind of going to sit around and make everybody else happy so that there's, you know, keeping the peace and just barely getting by a status quo. Like there's something there. And so what change do you want to see in the world? Why is it important for you to help these people? You are a service-based entrepreneur. Even if you have a product, like why is it important to you to make these candles? What's so important to you about it? What change happens for your people? And why is that important? At the core of the core, really getting down to, because you have two whys. And I think we get stuck on the one a lot about like me and I, which for women and mothers, that can charge with selfishness, guilt, real fast. And you put those with your dream and your vision. And it's like, I mean- never happening, you know? So really understanding what's in it for the world. What's in it for your family? Who do your kids get? You know, who do your, who do your friends get? Who does whoever get? And, and, and deciding for yourself, which route you want to take because time is not infinite, you know? And it's not like we can just keep procrastinating, getting out there, getting outside of our comfort zone, because what you're not doing today you don't get to add that day later at the end of your life and be like, I'm ready to do that now. Like it's gone. It's gone. So take, you know, take initiative. What action can you take today to really discover what it's going to take for you to get outside your box, but also into your lane? I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like that was a really long answer. Oh, good. Well, and I think that, I mean, at the, at the tactical level, even when you think about your why behind your program, your product, your service, like that becomes your marketing and your messaging. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you can be so deep in that, like that is so magnetic when it's potent and it's convicted, like people are drawn to that. But if you're just trying to stay above surface and you're selling something or you're working towards something that has no meaning to you that even at the marketing level, right, that's where we start to fall flat. And when we start to, you know, question ourselves or doubt ourselves when we're not connected to, right, the mission of what we do. So I'm super glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love that you're wrapping it into the like content and and actual business strategy of it, because, you know, the neuro-linguistic side of me is like, I, I, I watch for words in people. And when people say things like, I'm trying to do all the things, I have to do this. And it's coming out with the energy of like, somebody just tell me when the client's going to come. That lets me know that they're not in that space yet. They haven't found their sweet spot. They're just trying to niche down to get to the next section of what comes later. Cause I just want the success. Like, I just want the end of it. I don't want the journey. And finding what you love, finding that thing is so important because it shifts everything about you. It really does. You know, I tried for years to kind of figure out if I was going to double down on the health coaching and or business or whatever. And it, and it took me forever to figure out my thing, my thing. And the second I did went from having to post on social media, trying to create content to oh my gosh, this is such a good idea. I got to get this out right now to where I have weeks thanked because 
I just have these things that I really think are valuable to people. And you know what happened? My engagement goes up. People want to get on the phone with me. People want to talk to me. Like I'm not out there like hoping to make it, you know? And so as soon as you get to that point, it's really, you'll feel it, but it's about, like you said, doing that inner, inner work to get there because we have to have that permission from ourselves, you know, to be able to grow and change. And that comes with a lot of fear. Am I going to change and lose something, you know? So good. I love that. Okay. So we talked a little, we hit a little bit on goal setting. And I think if anything, you know, the key takeaway there is um, make sure you're anchored in something, right? So we have to have measure something, but it's never about like hitting the goal is not the thing that's going to determine. It's not an indicator of success or not, right? It's the journey of becoming the person that achieves those goals, right? And so it's making sure you're understanding what are the thoughts, feelings, and actions of somebody that achieves those things, right? So let's say you have a 500K goal. You know, what is 500K Jenny doing today, right? What are th- what thoughts is she having? What feelings is she um, creating for herself? And how does that drive her, you know, actions, which then create her results? And so it's really important when you think of your goal, yes, you need to have a revenue goal, but there has to be something anchored in why. Why 10K months, right? Why, fun- why a 500K year? What's driving you to feel inspired by that? And then go to work to becoming, right? We go back and forth from being, doing so many People are focused on the doing of things when you need to take a step back and, and, and ask yourself, like, who am I? Am I acting as a 500 K coach right now or Um, not? Right. Which I think people can easily check in with themselves with that question. Um, I want to go a a little, I want to touch on this idea of, you know, money and, um, how money mindset comes into play at the, even a tactical level. This comes up a lot when we are working with our clients is, pricing, pricing their programs or services. And there's so much resistance there, but I'd love to, for you to just kind of, um, you know, describe what you're seeing as far as price, how that correlates to money mindset and some of the the mistakes that you see coaches making in regards to that. Yeah. And I, I want to like circle back just on one thing that you said real quick is you're talking about, it was so good. Cause I just wanted to highlight it for people. What you were talking about really showing up as the person at that next level and not that you're not bringing a part of you, you're not shutting part of you, but the whole point of hitting a goal is knowing that there's another goal on the other side of it. So if you're running from your current capacity to just add more to your plate, to stress yourself out, to hit a goal, that's not going to be sustainable for you because what happens when you hit that goal, you just magically get 10 more hours in a day and don't need to sleep so that you can expand. It's really about, like Kinsey said, you said, Kinsey, it's like about having that goal where it's, am I being this person? Am I having this identity? And that's why when I am working with people on goal setting, I tell them to attach an emotion or something to that. As you're talking about the anchor, like, like pick an emotion, you know, my goal, I have a financial goal for 2022. And I also want to be a little bit bored at the end of the year because everybody can hit a financial goal and be dead as a dog, give up all their time. But like, I kind of want to be bored and ready for more. Like, I want to be like, cool. I did that. What's next? So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I like, I'm working hard. I'm doing all the things. I'm being a martyr for success. That might be something that you perk up there. Okay. So, um, okay. So circling back to your question and I'm feeling... Can you remind me the second question? <laughs> I just was like so excited about that. I know, it's just like so much here. Um, price. So when, oh, price. Like, yes. yeah. yep, yep, okay. yep. <laughs> so pricing, when we're stuck on, 
women especially, we do this, right? We are connectors, we're empaths, and we know how money feels either way sometimes. And so what we'll do is we'll mix our value with the value of our program, especially when people are just starting out, they're trying to figure out what they're doing. And they think that that means that they're new to their profession. Just because you are new to coaching does not mean you're new at helping people with this. I bet you, if I asked you, you would tell me that you talk to people about this topic all the time. It's your favorite thing to read about. It's your circle of friends. It's your history in life. You have something big that has happened to you. Okay. So however old you are, that's how much experience you have with this topic. You are not new to it, but and I'm, yeah. I'm going to insert real yeah. quick on that. We even have, this comes up even with seasoned um, women I found. You know, we have a client, she has a book. She ha- she's she been a coach for, I don't know, over five years, building her empire. And sh- these new feelings have surfaced for her as far as oh, like she realized she was still operating at the beginner level. And so mm-hmm. it's really making sure that you are like, to your point, uh, you're not a newbie. Nobody's a newbie and really claiming your expert status. So I just wanted to insert that there. Yeah, awesome. It's And that's exactly like testament to like stepping into just for a minute, right? You don't have to say, I'm always going to be this confident person who feels like it's so great to to charge this much, but just like, can I borrow that piece of me for a minute to write this email, to make this pitch, to get on this phone call? And practicing that is so powerful. And allowing yourself to remove any money value from you and your worthiness. Because a lot of times people will say like, well, I want to charge $600 for this session, for this package. And they're getting, this is what they get. And then they jump into like the phone call and like, they think that's what people want, but people are listening to you because they want to feel better in the area that you can help. They are magnetized to you for a reason. They don't care if you're going to, you know, give them 12 handouts, if you're going to work with them, like they want to know what's in it for them. It's not you, it's what's in it for them. And so understanding that if you don't price that package high enough, it's, it's going to seem cheap. It's going to seem like not that big of a deal, even when they invest in it, which they will at a lower level. Sure. They're not going to show up. My worst clients have been when I first started, I was like, I just need practice. I'm going to take free clients and like, didn't finish. Not that they did. They didn't like it or anything, but it was just like, there was no value there. You know, I could tell they were like on the phone driving when we're trying to have these powerful sessions. And so it's because there's no value. They're not invested. They're kind of like, eh, you know, I only paid $200 for this. And so number one, having that conversation with yourself, what do I want people to get out of this? And number two, really knowing that it's not about you. If you are stuck raising your prices, this might be hard for some people to hear, you have an ego problem. We all have an ego problem. We all do. I do. I do about a million things. I catch myself on it, but that is completely ego driven because it's about you and how you feel people are going to feel about you saying that. But this is, you know, this is what business is. And in order to give value, you have to receive value. Abundance is not just things coming in, it's things going out and coming in. And so that means you have to be able to make offers that sometimes land with people, sometimes don't. Not adjusting your price because you feel like one person can afford it and another person can't. I feel like I could riff on this for a long time. Really? Um, no, yeah. this is so good. Because it, it's simple. Like if, if it's like, if you want to have a hundred K year, heck, sell 10 people a 10K product, right? Or sell 20 people a 5K product. Like 
when we, we put so much drama into goal setting that at the end of the day, you know, it becomes a lot about, you know, if you think of like logistically, it's just a numbers game. But what, what happens is, right, people will say, I could never sell 10K, I could never sell 5K, or even I could never have a 2K product. That's irrelevant. What I'm saying here is when you think about your goals, right, it's like you reverse engineer that, right? And then, but, and then it comes down to price, which again, there's so much drama around. And so I think yes. it's really important to touch on that. Yeah, but- and we, uh, we, we talk about that a lot. Um, you and I both do from two really important angles, because there's the outer game of price and like money is such a vulnerable thing for people to talk about. Um, but understanding that the more that you just see your money story, see your, um, you know, your money mindset, whatever the word is that you like to look at that, um, that how prone you are to success, you know, when you can just see it, right. We don't have to change you. We don't have to fix you, make you anything or not, but there's so much power in just seeing that and being like, huh, isn't that interesting that I'm so desperate. I will take anybody and work my butt off for $200 a month, you know? And I think a lot of that goes back to a lot of people being raised. I live in the Midwest and the harder you work, the more money you make. So if all of a sudden I have a $5,000 package and it's for three months, that doesn't feel like a lot of work to me. And my inner self is going to start freaking out. Like you can't charge 5,000. That's you're not working hard enough for that. Like probably make it less and take a lot more clients, you know, and that you'll start to self-sabotage to make it feel like the right amount of work. So those are other things that come up for people too. Okay. This is Jenny. I feel like we we could go all day, but what we want to do is obviously we want to announce something super exciting. Mm -hmm. The, we wanted to just tee up this conversation for you guys, because we are hosting a very, very exclusive, a special event for you all this month. And so whether you have already, uh, you might have already done your goal setting or not, but it doesn't matter. You're going to want to be at this. So we're doing our wealthy coach 2022 and it's for coaches that want to make more money, that feels good, right? In alignment and really start stepping into their true power. Um, Oh my gosh, it's going to be so, it's going to be so much fun. It's totally free. It's a five day challenge. And we're really, again, we're, we're positioning it as a challenge for you because we really want you to, we want to challenge you to think differently, right? About your goals, about money, about your business, about your life, going to feel differently about it, right? Of of all those things. And then we want you from that space to start taking different action, right? That's actually going to put you on the trajectory to hit your goals. Okay. So it's one thing to set goals, but um, it's another to actually achieve them. And then it's another to actually have fun in the process and really allow that journey to unfold beautifully for you. And so it's going to be a one of a kind experience. Um, and I don't know, is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I know. I, I feel like it's this conversation times like all the things you want out of it. And really to, it's going to be awesome because you get to kind of be in a space with us to really talk about this and how, what's it going to look like for you? Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like 2022 is a lot of people's year, you know, like it's just the energy is right. We're the there's so much good stuff out there. And so really having a strategy, having a clear goal for yourself to generate wealth, no more of this, just like, I just want some clients. Like if you want to move from that to like this type of awareness that Kinsey and I are talking about now, totally for you. And it's free. So come on in. I wouldn't, this is so good. Okay. So once you register, 
um, you'll be invited, you'll get a confirmation email, you'll be invited to the private Facebook group, but you'll go to kinseymacus.com forward slash wealthy coach free registration. Again, get your seat there. It's going to be, we're going to deliver training over five days. Um, that's going to really, really change everything for you. So we're so excited to have you. It's going to be so much fun. Um, but you're going to want to register before it's too late. Awesome. Cool. Jenny, thank so you great. so much for being here. This is such a fun conversation. I yeah. think we could talk about this forever, um, but we'll end it there. We'll save the juicy stuff for Wealthy Coach 2022. Um, but gosh, I just love you and I'm so grateful thank you. for you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. And I can't wait to see everybody inside this challenge because it's really going to be one of a kind. So good. So good. All right, everybody. We'll see you there. <laughs> Bye. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymacus.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.